Hello, hello! Welcome to a new year, and welcome back to the Scrollies podcast. I am Squat Cobbler. I am joined by my co-host. It's Rat Nato. It's a new year, a new me, a new everything, and the, everything is brighter. I don't know what it is. I think the fiber optic internet is brighter, Rat Nato. It's the year of the rat! It's the year of the rat. If you're right, and I do have fiber by the time this comes out... Oh, I thought you already had it. <laughs> then I'll no, no, no. I don't have fiber in. Uh, hopefully, we'll see. If not, I'm still on cable. So, but it's kind of it's doing a lot better. Uh, the, the year of the rat begins uh, shortly, uh, maybe, possibly, if the ISP wants to. Yeah, I was gonna say. It, to be fair, like I mean, that's is how the Chinese New Year is not quite at the same time. So, yeah, you know what? There you go. The year of the rat begins <laughs> the Chinese New Year. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. It's 2023 for us, and you know, not only are we back, but we also have our very first guest ever returning. First guest of the new year, who was also the first guest on Scrollies uh, last year. Welcome back, Cinnamon Toast! Hello! It is so great to be here. Thank you so much. I want to thank um, my manager for getting me out here, for working the deal out. You guys got the lifetime supply of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, right? We're not legally allowed to say anything, but... Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, and I think this is the off-brand, like, store store brand? Yeah, you got the Cinnamon Toasters, like, deal, the brand deal? No, 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 no. It says it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> um, there's no sugar in it. It's all... It, it's, it's just cinnamon. It's, <laughs> it's in Portuguese. I'm not sure. I mean, nonetheless, yes, it did come. And I mean, hey, we got we got a snack on something here at the Scrolly Studio. So, okay, sweet, uh, sweet, it's, sweet, sweet. It's filling the pantry. Yeah, I just want to make sure before I started, like that was all secured. Like, don't want to waste my time, type deal. You know, I'm I'm a busy man. You know, I'm a busy cinema man. Your manager said as much. I mean, they, they were they were pounding on the door for ten months straight. But nonetheless, they we finally yeah. let them in. It was starting to get cold out, and we, we figured it would cause a yeah. controversy if, uh, if anything happened. Yeah, my cat can be pretty pretty brutal and just unforgiving when she is impatient. Well, Waffles is used to the streets, so so fortunately, uh, it handled herself fine out there, but nonetheless... Yeah, uh, you don't want to mess with her, man. She she knows how to cut you up, and she will do it in a, in a heartbeat. Oh, oh, she got the message across loud and clear. Have Cinnamon back on, or I'll keep scratching. So I'm really, hey, hey, all right, all right. <laughs> I'll meow. I'll do it. <laughs> it is pretty fun that the cinnamon toast household, everyone is just some form of breakfast pastry. Apparently, I wasn't even like thinking about that when we were <laughs> like my girlfriend and I were just looking up cat names. Yeah. And she goes, oh, like, what about pancake? And I was like, we're getting there. But like, I think waffles would be better. I think that's a bit like a better name. Plus, waffles are just better than pancakes. They're yeah. pancakes with abs. Let's be real. Yeah, actually, you, you, that, that's that's your girlfriend French toast, right? <laughs> well, I've been I've been, <laughs> I've been calling her Cinna Woman lately, but uh, French toast might be. <laughs> I was to say, I don't think you get to call her Cinna Woman until there's a ring involved or something. Mm, that's actually a good point. That's part of the vows. That's yeah, part that's of the <laughs> legally binding. I, I, I promise to call you my Cinna Woman every day. <laughs> Everyone at my wedding is going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> Along with everyone listening. Yeah. We're all invited. All of you that are listening, you're invited. 
Yeah, yeah. That was part of the contract, having him back on. Okay. It's, it's a good thing I'm probably never getting married. <laughs> Jeez, dude. My door's about to get busted down. <laughs> What'd you just say? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> but yeah, it's a great honor to be back here. I've been wanting to come back ever since we ended the first episode because you had kind of teased, like, oh, what if we did single play? Yes. Why, why did we start with multiplayer? Why didn't we start? <laughs> Brought you on thinking, oh, this guy plays a ton of multiplayer games on stream. Naturally, he must prefer multiplayer games. Only for you to drop that bombshell. Oh, yeah, I actually like single player games better at the very end. And we're like, what? I do. <laughs> so, yeah, naturally, this was this was always, always going to happen. I have been allotted 20 minutes to gush over The Last of Us. So we will put the timestamps in of when you can skip when we get there. I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing Waffles scratching tally marks, and I, I didn't actually add them up, but they do equal 20. So fair enough. We um, She has and, her weird way of counting. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and don't worry. I mean, pretty much people always skip. They just basically show up to see, like, they listen to the first two minutes and they listen to the last two minutes to, to the post credit bits. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The, the metrics tell us no one's actually listening. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening right now, share your favorite uh, breakfast cereal commercial gif. In the Scrollies Discord channel, and, and hello there, maintainer. I know it's you. <laughs> and if it's not Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I don't want to see it. Post it as a spoiler. <laughs> a spoily. If it's not Cinnamon Toast Crunch related, post it as a spoily, so I don't even have to don't even disgrace my eyes with the sight. If it's Honey Nut Cheerios, I'll accept it. That's a that's a decent second. But honeycombs. <laughs> Spoil it. <laughs> Blur that crap. <laughs> spoiled, spoiled rotten. Spoiled milk. Yeah. Cinna, we'll be talking about these single player games in a moment. But before we do, what are we all streaming lately? Uh, let's let's keep it relegated to single player. All right. Oh, boy. So I took a two month break or sorry, two week different time time period different time <laughs> i couldn't survive without two months of content man so i took a two-week break because of uh christmas the holidays so i haven't streamed anything technically lately but thankfully just before i left i was able to finish plague's tale requiem and i hated it oh <laughs> i was so 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 upset because i was hype for that game because i adored the first game absolutely adored the first game that story was incredible the visuals were amazing it was a beautiful game like it was just such an awesome game i was hyped for the second one and i have as non-spoily as i could shared with rat here my distaste for the ending i was it was a sad ending don't get me wrong i genuinely sat there and i was like oh wow okay didn't I called it, but didn't think it was going to happen. You know, like, um, but I didn't I didn't like it. I, 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 I hated it. I really did. I, I was so upset that I hated it so much, too. Well, I, I hate to hear the rat cyclone was a letdown and we have to revert back to the rat NATO. That is the first game. Uh, <laughs> there was no rat cyclone in the second. Oh, well, OK. In that case, yeah, oh. worth the time. There's a rat <laughs> tidal wave. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have quite the same ring to it. <laughs> true, true, true. You, you can't create anything off of that. That's a, that's awful name. 
Well, uh, uh, Ratnado uh, of Plague's Tale 1, uh, <laughs> how about yourself? What single-player games have you been playing uh, that aren't Final Fantasy XIV? Let, let me tell you about the greatest story ever told. <laughs> it might as well be a single-player, and it's the main scenario quest from Final Fantasy... <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> it takes you about 20 years to finish. Oh Yeah, no, it's taking me a long time. No, um, actually, really, I've been playing offline... Um, uh, Fire Emblem Three Hopes. I've been playing that a little bit. I have been playing uh, Ocarina of Time again on stream because my internet's kind of been doing okay. Mm-hmm. And that's been pretty fun. And uh, most of all, uh, Crisis Core. Final Fantasy VII, Crisis Core Reunion. Uh, those are kind of the big three that I'm cycling through right now. And they're all pretty fun. Um, and I'm, I'm getting ready, hopefully, to, do, to finish uh, Plague Tale Requiem. So I'm about, I think I'm about halfway through it. I just need to finish the game at some point. Let me know what you think, because I want to hear. Uh, I don't think I saved them, but if you saw them, you would see that like, I'm fairly disappointed so far. They did, they did. I mean, the story wise, I'm like, it's, it's not bad. It's not terrible so far, but it's kind of just the same beats over and over. And they, there are so many things like with the controls that they just did not fix. It's like, there's no reason why you're bringing this terrible thing back from the first game. Like I, I allow it in the first game, double a game. I understand it, low budget, but it's like at this point, you got to fix it. I would say the only gameplay mechanic that they improved was the fact that you do not have to find stones anymore. That's unlimited. That's that's, that's, a lot better. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, um, I, I, I've been doing, I've been playing some stuff. Uh, offline, but not as much. I mean, that's you know where my time's going. Come on, let's be honest. Uh, but yeah, th- th- I would say that's about it. Let- let's hear definitively here on Scrollies. Is Crisis Core Reunion <laughs> yes, Mura or no, Mura? Uh, it is still no, Mura. Uh, mm, better though. Here's the thing. Uh, it just looks nicer. That's about it. Uh, th- th- it's it's not. And here's the thing. I will never argue with somebody that Crisis Core is a good game, and I will not argue that it is, but I still like it because it's silly and it's Final Fantasy VII. So. As it goes, as yeah. it goes. No surprise there. Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, at least tolerable, no <laughs> yeah. matter how, uh, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not, I don't like it because of itself. It's just because of what it's attached to. And also that it's kind of bad. It uh, becomes like a B-movie at that point of just like, oh, gosh, really? Come on, guys. I can understand that. Uh, as for myself, I mean, uh, not streaming anything. Am doing the Mario and Rabbids playthrough still on YouTube. I, I recently uh, was able to up the upload rate to two videos a week, and I asked the people uh, over on over on the huge Discord, "Hey, do you want to see two episodes of the same game each week, or do you want to see one episode of two different games each week?" And uh, pretty unanimously, people said, "Hey, get through the one game and then move on to the next." So yeah. fair enough. Uh, we're, we're moving through that a lot faster now. I uh, am on to World 2, and I should be uh, through World 2 in just a few weeks on to World 3. Um, that said, I am a little disappointed that I am not doing two games uh, going up at the same time, because the other game would have been Sonic Frontiers, which I have now completed <laughs> offline. <laughs> and let me tell you, I'll say it here and now, I don't think I've ever 180'd on a game so hard <laughs> as Sonic Frontiers. I can't believe I'm saying it. Oh, so man. so it starts out and I mean I didn't think it was bad but it started out I'm like okay this is pretty jank as far as the graphics go and the controls and and the camera 
draw distance. <laughs> and the pop in. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's, eh. <laughs> oh no. So I'm playing through this this Sonic game, and I mean, you know, it's 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 fun. Like I'm I'm wandering around, and even though I guess the open world movements aren't really conducive to traditional Sonic 2D linear levels, I you know, they're still functional. I can still play through them. So I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play for five more minutes, and then three hours pass and I'm still playing. I'm like, oh, wow, where's the time going? <laughs> I just do one little thing and then I get drawn in by another little thing. Yeah. So so I'm doing that. I'm going through the first uh, the first world, the first island. And then uh, finally, I have enough of the Chaos Emeralds. It's time for the boss. I'm like, all right, let's let's uh, let's let's head up on there and do that. And uh, it's this pretty fun way. You just uh, kind of climb up through this little platforming section to get up there for one. And then finally you reach the boss and I won't say exactly like how what happens no spoilers because the second the boss fight starts I just gotta say this game didn't have to go as hard as it did but it did (laughs) (laughs) the boss fights are such a highlight I I could not believe uh, how much it ramped up uh, in intensity and hype and uh, yeah I mean probably the best parts of the game right there those boss fights Uh, funny enough though the final boss I think pretty uh, well agreed upon it's a letdown. Um, it's better if you play on hard mode, so disclaimer, if you're thinking of playing the game, uh, play it on hard mode because you get another phase of the final boss that makes it more than just a QTE event. <laughs> so Ooh. a little better, a little better in that sense. And uh, it's not a really a hard game to begin with, so I don't really think that hard mode was really even like hard. <laughs> just about anyone could do it, I guess. Now, the real question is, is there a Casino World section? There actually is a pinball uh, little mini game. What? That's required and it's horrible. The the, <laughs> the physics of it are so bad, uh, and you have to do it to actually like beat the game. So I I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I'm just gonna wait for the game to go on PlayStation Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I gotta say I, I love the game, even though it has some very glaring, uh, obvious flaws. Uh, I think it's a really good first step for them to improve upon greatly in a sequel. And uh, for once in the history of my time playing Sonic, I'm actually hopeful for the future. Haven't been able to say that in a long time. So there you go. Wow, incredible. That That's really good. Uh, full disclosure, I, I was looking for, uh, I was like, oh, I remember Squat said he might stream his as well. He asked me to stream it, at least the beginning of it, to see how I liked it. And when I went to Google and I typed in Squat Cobbler Sonic, it, there was a link up there. Oh, no. That w- it just opened a week ago, an archive of our own. Squat Clobber has already written like 50 pages of Sonic fan fiction in one week. This is crazy. <laughs> he found the DVR on account. <laughs> and, and it's really good. He's got like multiple five-star reviews. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be unveiling it here, but there it is, everyone. The Sonic fan fiction. It's 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 there for you to read. Uh don't don't open images. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> Go on uh, safe browser, safe safe safari. <laughs> the real real follow-up question though is does a human fall in love with sonic again fortunately uh no human relationships are made present in the game uh i don't know if i want it anymore with hedgehogs or otherwise <laughs> i'm sure the modders will be out there or you know some dlc <laughs> something is coming they'll pick up the, the slack modders do what say can't say gant sega say cannot <laughs> uh marketing will come up with a better one we're getting there <laughs> so 
All that being said, uh, single player games. Am I right? <laughs> Great. I, phenomenal segue. Sega way. Sega way. There we go. That was my Sega way. Sega way. Sega way. Yeah. Uh, probably my preferred type of game. Same. Multiplayer is fun. But, I mean, usually, I think especially now, you're playing with god-tier 10-year-olds on any online game you play yeah. multiplayer, so... <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Unless, unless you have the time to put into it, you're not going to really be the best of the bunch. That is a hard issue that I face where, like, I'm still really good at games, but I am not a cracked-out Adderall 12-year-old who has all the time in the world because they don't have a full-time job and they're not tired afterwards and... You know, they don't have a failing metabolism, so they have to go work out. <laughs> you you once were, Sina. You once were. I once I once was. Dude, no, back in middle school, high school, I was making some serious money off of like betting from playing multiplayer against my buddies. And now I'm just like, do I wanna play online? I have played, I think, maybe five multiplayer games on the new Mall Warfare 2. And I was like, I don't think I ever want to play anymore. It's I do not enjoy it anymore. It's not it's not as fun as it used to be. And whether it's actually like more intense or not, the sweats out there are not fun to play against. Yeah. Fortunately, Senna, there's an entire category of games that uh, do not require any of this. And the only combatant you have to face is the difficulty slider. What? Yeah. Really? What? What? what what's? The, what are these games called? Uh, well, they're called a lot of different things, but uh, I, I guess they all from software. From software? Well, well technically oh. not. I guess right. Elden Ring's multiplayer. If you, <laughs> if you count the, <laughs> uh, in a way. In a way. I guess you even, could say that. Man, even the single player games require multiplayer components now, isn't that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, no, single player. Uh, I I'd say yeah. More often than not, I'm playing single player. Uh, whether that's retro, whether that's more recent offerings, I find myself really enjoying it uh, i'm able to fit it into my time a little easier um i don't have to rely on the internet i don't have to rely on on friends to play with mm-hmm. and uh yeah that's that's what i tend to do um it, way back when that was still the case i mean yeah. playing handheld playing on home console uh, unless you had friends over mm-hmm. unless you had the game boy link cable <laughs> yeah exactly i think well here's the thing squat cobbler i've got that sigma grind set and basically my real life <laughs> is single player i'd live and die by my myself no one helps me no just kidding obviously i'm joking most of what i play has been single player i don't really ever play multiplayer again not to bring it back too far but final fantasy 14 is like the only multiplayer thing i've really played in a long time i, I have to say eggy's crying right now that his Fortnite sessions aren't considered part of your recent uh multiplayer oh that's <laughs> that's true well i mean you know i i've been out for about a week now so i haven't been able to really do it <laughs> that's so. right you're officially written off after you after you're gone for a week he moves on to fresh blood there's the thing i'll be I'll like clock into work and he's like hey w- want to play some Fortnite? i'm like eggy i gotta work uh lunchtime hey are you on lunch you want to play some Fortnite? eggy i i gotta go back to work and uh as much as i love Fortnite. As it goes, as it goes. But uh, or Eggy, or Eggy, or Eggy. Yeah, he'll he'll be all right. He's a very convincing lad. <laughs> he'll find others. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no single player at NATO. Uh, tell me, what has been your experience uh, with these types of games? Well, as you know, I grew up in a time without the internet. <gasps> I think you're both a little bit younger, so you remember those times. And <laughs> I think that's how I learned the Dark Ages. In, in a way, it really was like, I mean. 
the the idea of multiplayer is still very difficult to me because of bad internet among other things and time and who has the time what i play most games for is the story the story is most important that usually takes place in a single player game and not a multiplayer game uh, I, I'm sorry, Cinnamon uh, is just looking at me. He's holding up The Last of Us. He's just like <laughs> winding his finger, like speed it up, speed it up. No, um, but yeah. I have so little time to talk about The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, we're almost there. And time. Thank you for being here, Cinnamantos. Wait. <laughs> this isn't fair. So, but yeah, no, I love single player. I love single player games so much. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think... Uh, a lot easier for the developer to make a uniform experience single player because, I mean, obviously you can kind of tailor it to all gamers and not just uh, the good ones or the bad ones or the average ones. How do you feel like single player games can communicate its story well? I mean, for me, most of my favorite video games out there, including The Last of Us, feel like they are playable movies. Um, now, yeah. The Last of Us is a little bit of a cheating answer due to the fact that we have like two weeks until the TV show drops from recording date. Um, like it's it's very close. Uh, so that's kind of out there. But, you know, I'm thinking of certain games like Batman Arkham series. Those were great games that told phenomenal stories that like you genuinely didn't want to put your controller down because you're like. I have to know what happens next because so many times, especially, especially after maybe like an hour or two of like story time in that game, after like the mysteries kind of lifted and you kind of understand what's going on. You're like, well, now I have to figure this out for sure. And like, it just keeps like getting more and more and more. And like, you just get more entranced in that. Um, Same with like the half-life series where, you know, after, 30 minutes I think 30 45 minutes when you finally get to push the whatever it is into the machine and then the vortigons come in you're like what did I just do yeah and you want to like keep going and figure that out and same with like you know episode two and on you're just so entranced with the world that's around you and you're literally just like why is this world like this and you know what's going on and the voice acting and the story beats are just on point that it's almost addicting the story that I just like no matter how good or bad I am at the game I have to know what the story is yeah definitely I feel like you can have a lot more moments uh, in single player games whereas in the developer can make this boss fight it's super hard that every player who plays through that game knows, oh yeah, this I had the same experience as you on this. Man, that, that was just a brutal boss fight. Or there's a cutscene, and it's super emotional, and everyone's like, wow, yeah, no, that, that moment, I, I remember exactly what that was like and how I felt in that time. And that's it's, it's a way for the game, even though it's being played just by one person, it connects all the players of it together uh, in mm-hmm. that way. Instead of having them all play in the game itself, they can, you know, talk about it, they can, they can share that experience together uh, after the fact. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly on that. Yeah, like every single word you just spoken. <laughs> uh, t- tell me, Cinna, do you feel like any games do this particularly well? Um, I am gonna sound like such a shill when I say this, but every single Sony game, 2013 and on, hmm. or maybe it's like 2011. Basically, whenever The Last of Us came out, 
ever since then and on. Like, honestly, I'm not even joking. No, I mean, I kind of know what you mean. Like, I remember mm-hmm. uh, when I got back and I jumped onto PlayStation 3, I got one. And I think I got, like, Infamous 2 with it. I didn't play the first one yet. Oh, and man. I was blown away as, like, how is this game, like, this good? Like, mm-hmm. even now, like, thinking about it now, I was like, I don't think anything has, like, story-wise hit me in the same way or, like, made me mm-hmm. as excited. Maybe that's because I'm just old and jaded now, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? Like, yeah. that, that was exciting. And that was just, like... Not, I don't think it was their premiere game or anything like that, but you know, it was still really good. Mm-hmm. I so I I played through God of War Ragnarok, and ninety percent of the I would say like eighty seventy to eighty percent at least of the story I experienced with my girlfriend watching me play, um, and she was like, "Wow, this like this is a really good story." Like very, I mean, she didn't. She was like, "You can play it without me," and I was like, "I want you to experience this with me." Um, but, but it was like, I mean, I, um, spoilies for anyone who hasn't played the God of War Ragnarok, including you two, um, <laughs> when Brock and Sindri, oh no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, no, 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 when Brock and Sindri, when Brock died, I was crying my eyes out. <laughs> I had to give him a thumbs up. <laughs> this is that's gonna be a fun one to edit. Yeah, we're yeah. just gonna we're just gonna drop it. He could have said anything just then, so we apologize. We didn't hear that in the edit. We just literally put in whatever he said because we stopped listening. I genuinely <laughs> should have said like whatever I want, but at that moment, I'm not gonna spoil hey, it for everyone, you guys. Everyone, stop listening to this podcast. Come come to Cinemantos. Buy Cinna NFTs. What? <laughs> Cinna NFT trading cards. <laughs> Um, at that moment, I genuinely was like absolutely bawling. Like I was crying because every single beat hit perfectly, like more perfect than like should have. And you don't get that in multiplayer games. I don't cry when I play, you know, Apex Legends, except for when I lose like 12 in a row and I'm just losing my mind and I got demoted from plat to gold and then gold to silver you know it's <laughs> hey well that's a story in and of itself but yeah. that, that's a documentary in the making and that could make us cry <laughs> but you don't you don't get these hyper emotional moments in so many of these games and you know god of war ragnarok even at the end when i like finish the game and i'm just like sitting there kind of recollecting my feelings over everything i got super emotional because i was like Games are not made like this anymore. And it was more of like, this hurts because I want games to be more like this. And they're just not because we're too busy chasing money than art nowadays. Yeah, no, I definitely feel like now there's a lot more focus on, if not multiplayer than a live service model, where even if there is a single player ish component to it, you have to work in some kind of online capability mm-hmm. or, or leaderboard or something um now Sina, tell me uh you said this all changed in 2013 with the sony games take us back to where it all began with the last of us first of all um i don't think i played the last of us until the year after it came out i had never heard anything about this game when my buddy goes hey have you played the last of us said, no he goes how have you never heard of this game? And I was like, because my parents don't let me buy video games. It's so hard for me to buy anything. 
And he goes, here, borrow it. And I spent the entire summer devouring that game like nobody's business. And shout out that friend coming in clutch. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> I got to experience a game that made me as a moody teenager who was too cool and tough to cry. I cried at that intro. We're keeping it spoily free for Mr. Squat Cobbler here. because what, what do you mean? I played through the whole game on the last podcast, remember? Yeah. Yes, that's right. Um, I forgot about that. <laughs> it might have been edited down slightly, so, so it may not have been the full uh, unabridged playthrough. But we got the, we got the gist of it. Yeah, we got what was important. <laughs> but the um, the intro had me crying as a teenager who refused to cry because um, it broke me that like it was so well done. It hurt to experience that. I got to play a game where during a time where all I wanted to do was play Call of Duty online. This was the game that took me away from that and kind of opened my eyes and said, hey, Video games are more than first-person shooters. Video games are more than spawn, kill, die, spawn, kill, die, spawn, kill, die. Um, You know, it's more than Call of Duty. It's more than Battlefield. It is story. It is art. It is emotion. It's motion capture or not motion capture. It is voice acting because some some studios can't afford it. I'm not going to exclude games who can't afford, afford that because art is everywhere. But... Um, it's it's all these games that are like here is this story that is revolved around great gameplay and voice acting and you know all this stuff and music. Don't get me started on the soundtrack. Uh, Gustavo Santalaya, I believe is how you pronounce his last name, did a masterful job of making this rough and gritty world and making a soundtrack that masterfully like connected that to like grounded it. Um, pun intended for Tlu fans out there. From there on, I kind of started sitting there and I was like, video games are more than Call of Duty. And um, I started getting more and more into like story-driven games. And uh, shortly around that time was also when I started playing a obscure, but one of my all-time favorite games. And I think I played this game more than even the, The Last of Us. And that was Far Cry 3. Ah. Hey. <laughs> what is the definition of insanity, Cinnamon? <laughs> uh, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> the definition of insanity is scrollies, where we yeah. kind of just talk about video games nonstop. And the true <laughs> definition of insanity is coming back on scrollies twice. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and hoping something changes. We didn't scare him away the first time? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, apparently. <laughs> no, that, that's totally true. And I don't know. Here's the thing. I, I really think there's something about, like, 2009 to about 2015 where, like, I feel like all media, not just, like, you you know, you think of, like, movies and stuff, but mm-hmm. at the time, like, television and video games were like hitting this stride with high art like mm-hmm. i think about that of like you know like uh what is it Mad Men, uh breaking bad it, it was just like non-stop like incredible tv shows these super cinematic uh video games as well in in fact I, I'm, I'm here to announce today the change of my name because i like cinematic games uh i'm changing Ooh. my name now to Whoa. cinema and toast that is my new name, <laughs> spelt C I N E M A N 
T-O-A-S-T. And I'm only playing high art games, everybody. Wow. Check, come check me out. Twitch.tv, cinema, and toast. <laughs> Is there like an apostrophe for the breaking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the place, everything's already taken up. I might actually make them as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I Hey, you're the rat. Uh, n- no one would have thought that you're the rat would begin with the ending of the Team Rat NATO. Uh, <laughs> and the end of Cinemantos. I got, I got competition out here. <laughs> no, no, just joking. That, that was a, a long wind up basically for a joke. But that just, just to say, obviously, just to say, like, I understand what you mean. This is an experience I've shared before on stream, but I wanted to share with you, Cineman, because uh, Last of Us, when it came out, my girlfriend at the time, actually bought me last of us because i was like super hyped about it she bought it for me it came out two days before my birthday and we sat down like she went and got it like it whenever it opened whenever it came out and we beat it in two sittings like yeah oh my gosh it took me forever to beat that game and well i mean that's it was a long time like it was basically two sittings and like, I mean, when, when we ended, I was like, oh, I guess I'll take my PlayStation home. I'll probably play it tomorrow. And she's like, uh, no, you're leaving it here and we're, we're finishing it tomorrow. And I'm like, I love you. Let's do this. <laughs> and she, then she made chicken tendies the next day. It was, one, it was truly one of my best uh, memories, one of my best gaming memories. And uh, so, like, I think there is something about that of, like, being able to pull everybody to the couch and, like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't have a controller. I, I'm not playing this. But I'm still invested enough to yeah. sit here and watch this. I need to know what happens. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I'm excited about the TV show. Because, like, hell would freeze over twice before I could convince a, my mother to put a controller in her hands to play something like this. <laughs> um, but, boy, howdy, if you don't expect me to try to convince her to watch The Last of Us as a TV series and play up the story and not mention once that it's a video game so that when it's over and she goes that was really good be like that's my favorite video game because <laughs> it does kind of cry i will say you know as a kid i was just playing a lot of like medal of honor and call of duty and so like all she really knows of video games is violent first person shooters yep. and so yeah the last of us is very violent um but it has one of the best stories ever and she would never know that because she doesn't care about video games she'll watch a tv show normies now's your time send us coming for you <laughs> 2023 is gonna be the year of tlu <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll get squad to go through them all who knows i mean like you know like uh part two i just picked up part two for ten dollars on sale and i want to get uh last of us part one which is the remaster of the last of us it was I bought the Firefly edition. Ooh. It's a hundred dollars. In my opinion, hundred percent worth it. Um for a huge fan as myself. S- say you're obsessed without saying you're obsessed. Um <laughs> I'm obsessed. Uh <laughs> Squat, would you ever give them a try? Do you plan to at some point? I, I do plan to. I bought them uh when we thought the uh ps3 store was closing down i went through and just bought a bunch of the the compilations and collections and uh biggest hits on the ps3 and last of us was one of them i have it on there downloaded it's just 
waiting for the time and Senna's breathing down my neck for that time to be sooner than later. So look, Rat just said that he played it in two sittings. That gives you plenty of time to be able to beat it before the series. There is hope is what he's saying. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I do plan to play it at some point. And, uh, yeah. you know, I have to ask, uh, I mean, Hey, we'll, we'll say, uh, first party Sony titles. That's, that's its own exception. That's a little, a little Island in the sea of, of, uh, single player games. But do we feel as if the, state of the industry now lends itself to single player or is it maybe all live service and uh, what i'm asking is did destiny kill the golden age of single player experiences in the early 2010s <laughs> i would say yes if it wasn't for the fact that name me one multiplayer game that has won game of the year uh it takes two Okay, that's an exception. That's a couch co-op. You yourself named that game last podcast. I had to do it. Roll the clip. Roll the clip from last episode. Yes, so game of the year was It Takes Two, which is a cooperative game. You can't not play that solo. I cannot believe I just actually did that. Mr. Mr. I brought it up last episode. (laughs) But um, to be fair, couch co-op is it's it's a weird it is like the love child of multiplayer and single player but you know what i mean when i say multiplayer okay sure sure what multiplayer game has won game of the year it is it has always been single player games and i feel like recently single player games have been getting a lot more love especially in the gaming community but i still also feel like they are also in danger (laughs) Because a lot of people hated, hated, hated Elden Ring for a lot of reasons. Overall, I think to me, like at the end of the day, uh, it seems like I think for me, it seems most like it's it's a it's a battle. And it seems like there's a lot of people who are making the decisions, who have the money, who are just saying, do uh, software, you know, live service game, do that. And can we just also like tack that onto our single player games? And uh, but I, I think there are still a lot of people who are just like, no, we're just going to do a great single player experience. And, you know, I, I always hate for it to be just like tied to one. I, I want everybody be, to be trying. But I will say that I think that uh, at least in the past 10 years, I feel like that's changing a little bit. But Sony really is doing a good job of just saying we're just bringing you these immaculate stories. I think we touched on that even with uh, with Zach a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, voice acting and, and storytelling, Sony's top tier. Um, you know, I have to, I have to like add on to that. I mean, if you're following the money, where's the money at? Is it in single player? Is it in multiplayer? Absolutely not in single player. I mean, uh, even one of my favorite uh, developers for a long time, Rockstar, has basically gone all in with the multiplayer uh, service. Uh, mm-hmm. GTA Online has become a beast. It's grown into a uh, unkillable monster in and of itself. It's uh, been 10 years since GTA 5 came out and that aspect of it is still going strong. It makes me fear for what GTA 6 will be. I'm optimistic, but I'm also scared of what the online component of it will be, having been planned out from the start, no doubt. It, it very well may be that Red Dead Redemption 2 was the last of Rockstar's single player heavy where that is the primary focus of the game and I mean even some of the original staff like uh, Dan Hauser they're gone so those people aren't involved anymore in Rockstar games and I think with that uh, we we have reason to be fearful of the future Um, likewise tons of developers are incorporating little multiplayer aspects into their games Uh, 
or or watch multiplayer aspects. I mean, Sea of Thieves, that's that's Rare's game right now. Uh, that's a multiplayer game, even though it has single player stories. Uh, you can do on your own. You're still in a multiplayer world. Elden Ring has has the messages that you can leave for for other players. Plenty of other examples. Uh, Nintendo. I mean, God bless them. Their, their online service is horrible, but they are incorporating more multiplayer uh, online aspects into their games uh, as they release now. So, I mean, it's everywhere. And I feel like that is going to be the norm where even your single player games have online mm-hmm. capabilities and multiplayer aspects of them required. So really, they aren't single player, are they? Yeah. yeah. Even The Last of Us had the multiplayer ground factions i think it was called game mode oh yeah that unfortunately i never got into but was also like heavily loved by the tlu community um most most games out there have some form of online functionality capabilities even if it's fully single player doesn't matter yeah did they bring that back to part two out of curiosity uh the last of us part two did not they were going to add it but they were kind of like we're going to make this like so hardcore. We want to make this like its own separate game. And so that's what's naughty dogs. Like they mentioned that like they shared some screenshots of some like cities that it's going to be taking place in, but it's not released yet. So they didn't come with one. Okay. I think it's going to be free to play. Oh, oh, well, <laughs> we'll see. I mean, you know, we don't have confirmation yet, but <laughs> uh, Buy, buy your buy your V bucks, uh, your your shark cards or or the equivalent. Your doggy <laughs> doggy dollars. <laughs> yeah, your doggy dollars, doggy <laughs> treats, doggy bags. <laughs> Ruby's Rex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I think uh, nonetheless, single player games they're they're there, they're they're waiting for you. You just have to know where to look for them. Uh, mm-hmm. Sony, uh, their exclusives. I mean, that's probably the best place for them at the moment. Um. Xbox, not so much, but even Game Pass has some really great single-player titles on it. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, they're still there. They're still available. It's just, you gotta look for them a little yeah. more than you did in the past. But for the, you know, benefit of Xbox, they at least had great story campaign starts um, in their history. I mean, we had Halo, which I think Halo is still considered to be... I, I genuinely believe Halo is... Halo 1 through 3. Some of the greatest games ever created with equally phenomenal multiplayer aspects um the campaign of the story through those games are incredible i know fable is a beloved series it's not my thing it's not my type of games but fable one through three i mean people adored that series and without you know xbox without microsoft we wouldn't have those kinds of games. and same with is it forza that is uh, For- forza Oh. The a blank K fan is out there cringing right now. <laughs> I mean, they don't have you know campaigns. They don't have stories really. But I mean, single player games don't always have to have like a story campaign. Um, I just wanted I just wanted to make make everyone know that I'm not just some PlayStation shill. <laughs> I'm a fanboy. Uh, I see a check being passed in from off screen. We'll, we'll just assume that's his commission from, uh, yeah. from uh, Cinnamon Toast. Oh, 14 cents. That's up 3% last time. Or it's a lawsuit. It's one or the other, a commission or a lawsuit from Cinnamon <laughs> Toast. Hey, you just complimented uh, Xbox. We are taking you for everything. <laughs> <laughs> also trademark infringement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to talk about y'all's favorite 
story like campaigns ever. Because yeah. we okay. we've we've talked about The Last of Us. And uh, trust me, <laughs> I can talk you're, about you're The Last satisfied. of Us. We have we have we have the, yeah. the contract fulfilled. Okay. Yeah, the contract is fulfilled, but like there's so many games. Like just a few games off the top of my head, as I've already mentioned Far Cry three, but like Titanfall two, one of my favorite like first person shooter campaigns ever. It was so unique and wonderful and highly underrated. But I want to hear y'all's like, what is your favorite story? What is your favorite sure. single player campaign? Um, and you can have like a few answers. I'll accept it. For the longest time, Arkham City was my favorite modern game, quote unquote. Solid answer. Uh, until the point where it basically was no longer modern uh, by my <laughs> standards. So I, I had to find a new one. Uh, at the time, I was playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Played that game real slow over the course of about two years. And that mostly came down Same. to how sad it made me uh, during the story. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. <laughs> Yeah, I was a sad boy, and I was like, "Man, this this sucks." Like, I like the I like the game, I like I like the world, but man, the story is just such a downer <laughs> uh, at points. So, so I'd like take a break from it for a month, and I'd come back, and I mean, finally, finally beat it over about two years. Um, finished it up in 2021, the epilogue, and wow, that story just from start to finish was mm-hmm. just so large in scope. It just covered so much uh, of this this world of this gang, just the slow descent from the good times to just little down to nothing mm-hmm. arthur morgan i mean we talked about it in our in our uh, top characters one of my favorite um game characters of all time uh, i think he was just masterfully done uh, even better than john marston having now played the first one so you played red dead 2 and then red dead 1 yeah yeah i never played red dead 1 until um, now are you gonna just play red dead revolver just to finish it up <laughs> I'll, I'll go i'll go backwards yeah you should yeah <laughs> you really should though it is a good game yeah i i, I have it on a uh, psn i think yeah nice yeah so i'll have to i'll have to give red dead revolver a try complete the trilogy I, I, maybe playing that will will send me back from yeehaw times maybe that's how that works <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised you're not talking like john marston around there just shooting up some saloons i was for a little bit you know and then they called me uh uh things i can't repeat in the 21st century so we'll (laughs) we'll just leave that alone but yes no i'll say it yellow yellow barely how dare you don't you call me yellow (laughs) oh my god squatch has swung on me nobody calls me yellow Um, yeah, no, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, I mean, like I said, Dan Hauser, that was his last game at Rockstar, and mm-hmm. I, I really hope that they can continue that quality storytelling uh, in his absence, but I mean... Just, and what a freaking note to leave on. Everything about that game was so, yeah, it was so intentional. The details in that game, so great. I mean, people are still discovering little little bits of foreshadowing, little Easter eggs mm-hmm. uh, in regards to the story, even to this day, uh, years after it came out. So we're, we're almost, uh, I guess what 2023 now we're about five years from its release so very soon it may no longer be modern by my standards i'll have to find a new favorite modern game but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it for me right now is red dead redemption 2 um Ranito, how about yourself we're getting real close to calling it retro by squad <laughs> oh no is a late release ps4 title retro is arkham city a retro join me on my retrospect Thank you for joining in my video essay. <laughs> I think my most favorite modern is get also getting pretty close. I think the one I think of that, like something that really just like grabbed me as a single player game is Persona 5. And that's 2017. Okay. So, I mean, I could go and say, hey, Royal was just released, uh, you know, two years ago, a year ago, whatever it was. And uh, Persona 5 was really great. I think it just did something. It did something that a, a lot of games don't do. It, it brought together 
a lot of really great things. It's kind of the praise I give to Fallen Order as well, is it kind of took the best of everything and is like, okay, here's the 2010s in a game. <laughs> so, for example, Persona 5, it's kind of like Pokemon. It's a little bit like a uh, an RPG, but it's also got like this like dating sim stuff going on and all this kind of, it's just like this, it's so many different things. Music is incredible. It looks mm-hmm. great. Very stylish and uh, probably probably one of the best, I would say. And I can't believe I'm putting that up there. I, I don't know if this actually belongs there, but it's the first thing that came to mind. Like I said, Fallen Order, Star Wars Fallen Order, because it is like, it's kind of a Dark Souls. It's kind mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, it looks great. It plays great. It's got a pretty good music, a nice story. And I think like you 180'd on Sonic I think I 180'd on Fallen yeah. Order because I personally yeah. I personally was just like I really haven't liked a lot of the Disney Star Wars stuff if you like it that's great that's fine I just it's not really my thing and so I remember when Fallen Order came out I'm like I'm probably not gonna like it because it's not like the stuff I like about Star Wars and then I got it for cheap and I was like wow this game is really good I really enjoy it so I don't know if I'm ready to give it a best of but it's something that definitely stuck out in the single player arena of modern games here's a follow-up question do you think expectations have factor of measurement on whether or not we consider a game great for instance i genuinely like i love jedi fallen order so freaking much it is genuinely being honest i think it is the best star wars game now, this is also me coming from, like, I've never played some, of like, Knights of the Old Republic, stuff like that. I've not played that because that's not my style of game. Um, so this is not me discrediting those games. I just haven't been able to get into them. But I went into Fallen Order. I had Origin Premium Access, so I got to play it, quote-unquote, for free on launch. Um, I went in with zero expectations. I actually went in with expectations that it was going to suck because they were like, oh, an EA game or an EA published game, single player, and there's not going to be microtransactions? Sure. And then I went, I was like, wow, they actually kept their promise. Wow, this story is actually really good. Like, I feel like my expectations being as basically through the floor as it was did help my thought process of saying it's probably the best Star Wars game, but do you guys think that low or high expectations can hurt whether or not we consider a game to be great? I think, as far as expectations go, um, it, it, certainly it's possible to get overhyped. Uh, I mean, that's I think we've all had that happen before, where, where someone's like, oh, it's the best thing ever, and then you play it. It's like, yeah, it's all right. Um, that being said, I, I do think that when things are really well-regarded, they're well-regarded for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they may not necessarily be your specific tastes, uh, I think that anyone can come around to that and at least like understand why. Um Sometimes that may take, like, additional playthroughs. Sometimes that may take just, like, you know, talking to people and, and video essays and all, all that kind of stuff. But an example for myself, uh, Super Metroid. When I first played that, I didn't really know uh, the reputation of it. I, I got it because it was 30 cents on the eShop at the time. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, would, would never happen now. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I had, at the very least, like, I, I had heard it was good. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, hey, this is a good game. Like, I'll play it. I played it and you know uh, took a break from it. Like, like it was a, it was a slow playthrough. I, I would come and go back to it yeah. over the course of like a few months. Finally, I beat it and I'm like, yeah, it was, it was all right. Like, you know, it was, it was fine. And then I played it again. Did better the next time. Uh, knew where everything 
for the most part was i uh, didn't get lost as much so yeah i'm like okay I'm, I'm starting to see what this game is doing i'm starting to see how it kind of guides you that's you know cool played it again i'm like wow this is i'm getting better you know there's there's a lot of like additional like techniques here they don't even really teach you you just kind of figure out mm-hmm. but the, the environment's communicating to you like uh all these little all these little like subtextual storytelling moments hey you know re- really 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 solid super nintendo game played it again and again and again and again and at this point in time i consider it the best game i've ever played uh just on so many levels mm-hmm. it, it's masterfully made uh can be broken in half and developers basically give you full permission to do that play it in whatever way you want so with that not that i was overhyped uh or expectations played a significant factor there but i think that upon additional playthroughs i was able to kind of mitigate that uh first kind of lukewarm uh takeaway and see it for what it was which is excellent um truly and i'm sure for some people you know they may feel the same way. They may have loved it the first time around and thought it was, you know, perfect 10 out of 10. But that's just for me. Uh, I, my expectations did play a role there. And I think that over time, they they fell by the wayside. Yeah, I, I think for me, I've got two two quick examples. The first one being Watch Dogs. I was so hyped for that game. I pre-ordered it. I installed it day one and I was completely let down. I'm so uh, sorry. <laughs> and, and yeah, no, that, that was really kind of my moment that and beyond two souls where I was kind of just like, I was super hyped for something and then I played it and I was like, I'm not pre-ordering things anymore unless like, <laughs> I, I'm for sure. And uh, I mean, I've pre-ordered a few things since then, but only if I already like am hyper invested and kind of like you're saying, like I kind of know how it's going to be another one. And this is, this is calling out chunky cat. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima for weeks mm-hmm. for like weeks maybe months I was like Ghost of Tsushima looks really great I can't wait I can't wait and when it came out she's like I don't know it doesn't look that great and I was like no it's it met my expectations and exceeded them so uh, I, I thought of that right after I said like my favorite modern single player game and Ghost of Tsushima has to be up there probably even above Persona yeah it's like it's it's, it's number two in my spot Ghost of Tsushima uh, calling out chunky cat at the same time go check out her instagram where you can see the stickers that she made scrolly's uh I, I got to open mine scrolly's stickers thank you chunky cat for that thank <laughs> yeah. you cat. We, we have we've got merch i mean kind of but you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> uh, only 10 of them in existence and uh you had to dm her for them so uh un- <laughs> unofficially official uh scrolly's is not liable for any uh potential dot no <laughs> yeah yeah exactly if you got one you're you're uh you're in the club yeah the- yeah welcome we're in the docs club <laughs> she knows where we all live <laughs> yeah cat, cat holds it over us now <laughs> all right well i think uh we'll probably call it there Cinna, thank you so much for coming back on uh hey we've now talked uh, the entirety of video games with you uh both single and multiplayer that that covers everything right <laughs> so yeah you guys can stop your podcast now um we've covered it all We've, we've reached the end you know there's nothing more to talk about uh if you if any of you are upset we didn't talk about any games uh bring it up with Cinna because this was his moment yeah the only yeah, uh, yeah sorry um oh. i don't take questions um i guess we can let them know now right that like this whole podcast was just cinnamon's like hey what if you guys for like a year <laughs> <laughs> and we just pull the rug out from under them just the truth reveals the freaking plug get get screwed <laughs> yeah sorry sorry you're not getting those last two composer episodes this is it <laughs> yeah 
And again, we're not talking about we're not talking mobile games, though. Those don't count. They're, they're not real. Oh, well, we're going to talk, though, so I guess we can delete that episode. <laughs> You're probably going to play this clip. The the episode, the, the one episode you do with some some person like, hey, we're going to talk about mobile games. Hey, remember when Cinnaman said they're not real games? <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, Cinna, good to have you back. Uh, tell us, what are you doing right now that people can check out online? Yeah, no, I'm getting ready to start streaming some more. Uh, streaming some VR games soon. Yeah, fancy, fancy. Yeah, it's been it's been a very hot minute, but I'm thinking about doing another run through of The Last of Us Saints and Sinners, uh, and I plan on doing that. Uh, the Walking Dead. What did I say? Did I say The Last of Us? The Last of Us. <laughs> He's got Last of Us on the mind. <laughs> I'm so excited. He's sprinting to the topic. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It is The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you are a Last of Us fan and you thought there was a new VR experience, I'm sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> yeah, Scrolly's exclusive. Uh, announced by Cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, that was part of our contract is that I got to announce it. <laughs> <laughs> you can also check me out. I am co-producing a podcast called Pixel Snobs. It is run by a friend of my sister's. She was a guest on that uh, recently, and they talk about the art of video games uh, rather than just like video games in general. They they will play one game and then kind of talk about the art on there. I will be guest. I'll be a guest. I think on his next episode he wants to do ghost of tsushima and i'm planning on kind of playing through that real quick um to have some like specific notes on that but it's called pixel snobs and it's gonna be pretty fun i think it'll be a pretty fun podcast i think it'd be something that you guys might be interested in too Nice. Is that on all platforms? Uh, it is on Spotify. That I believe it's just on Spotify at the moment. Should be pretty easy to find. Well, our stats do say that most of you listen to us on Spotify. So, uh, hey, <laughs> you're in the app already. Go go ahead, hop on over there and, and check them out. Yeah. Pixel Snobs. I really think 2023 is going to be a good year of growth. And I'm excited for that, too, because I'm going to try to do better at posting uh, like TikToks and clips like that and growing my channel. I have another YouTube video planned. I've been playing Battlefield 2042 with my buddies um, offline just because it doesn't do well on stream. <laughs> uh, you know, 10 to 12 frames a second is uh, not fun to watch. Just an FYI. And, uh, you know, it's 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 all right. But I enjoy playing it with them. And we have some great, hilarious times uh, together. So um, I have another video hopefully coming soon once I just get some more clips together. Um, and, yeah, just follow me on uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash cinnamon toast. Um, would love to have you guys there. We're just playing dumb games and having dumb fun. All right. Well, links for that down below. Check mm-hmm. out Cinnamon Toast and his uh, his content across the <laughs> plethora of platforms. Uh, Ratnado, how about yourself? What's the year of the rack got in store for us? Okay, so by this time, I should hopefully have Plague Tale Requiem done. Uh, I'll be finishing up Dread, Metroid Dread. I'll Ooh. be working on Sonic Frontiers. Um, and so that's kind of like up to date and finishing crisis core so those are kind of like in the realm right now currently i'm trying to finish the final fantasy 14 main scenario quest up to end walker catch up with vivian catch up with rexel i mean technically everybody and uh so i'll be burning through those hopefully over the next couple weeks and then after that um 
I think we're going to maybe, if the internet continues to be good, we're getting back to uh, some game shows and maybe some D&D. Let's go. So... Uh, Scorpity round two. Scorpity <laughs> round two, hopefully. And uh, who knows? You guys might see Icy James soon. Live. Ooh. Yeah, the first appearance. <laughs> A year in the making. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. Come check me out. Twist.tv slash Team Ratnado. Or alternatively, where I only play single player games and don't talk during the cutscenes at Cinnamon Toast. That's <laughs> C-I-N-E-M-A-N Toast. Excellent, excellent. Um, yeah, for myself, uh, still booking along through Mario and Rabbids at a much quicker pace now, so hopefully going to be finishing that up pretty soon uh, before moving on to something else. Uh, and that's kind of it right now, but who's to say what this new year holds for the Squat Cobbler uh, content? But yeah, check out the YouTube, check out... More voice acting work? <laughs> oh, no doubt, no doubt, every day. <laughs> so many big uh, sunflower plots that got to be played in video games, you know? Cinna <laughs> uh, messaged me. He thought that my Mario and Rabbids voice acting was to the level that it was really bad professional voice acting. So I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> okay, oh, no, out of context. But still a professional. But still a professional. Just that Nintendo really cheaped out on it. That, no, <laughs> that is not what I said. That is so out of context. I feel very misrepresented here. <laughs> He didn't message me about it, though. And I, and I, I laughed. <laughs> I was like, are you doing the voices? Like, yeah, I go, okay. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we will catch you in the next one. Uh, and hey, remember to share those uh, Discord gifts. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you have to listen to the whole episode to find out. <laughs> Sucker! <laughs> Bye. I'm I'm waving goodbye, everyone. I know you can't see it, but um, just believe it. Um, I love you all. Thank you for getting me here. It's been a great pleasure. Yeah, we'll see you in 2024, Senna. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Bye. See you later. And since I'm a guest, I feel like it's probably already taken care of for me. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. We just mean like local, a local redundant. Yeah. We like redundancies now over here. For, for when that <laughs> tactical airstrike hits all the server centers. We can, we tactical can air coming! There's, there's nothing the more important. few moments we have left. <laughs> no! We're talking about video games, and this is, this is my last conversation is video yeah. games. Quick, quick, just edit it real quick. Put it up for, <laughs> for the survivors. <laughs> yeah, uh, Cinnamon, do you have any last words before the asteroid hits the Earth? Um, yeah, iPhone gamers are not real gamers. Dang. That's... <laughs> there we go. There it is. There's our, there's our outtake. <laughs> I mean, is he wrong, though? No, I'm not. This is a hill I will die on. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Now, Sina, tell me, uh, you said this all changed in 2013 with the Sony games. Take us back to where it all began with The Last of Us. First of all, let me uh, let me look up the release date. <laughs> I was right! It was 2013! <laughs> yeah, I know the date. June 14th.
It's 2023 for us, but oh, my my hulking out. Did you see that? You're hulking out, dude. Did you see that? It was flashing green. That's weird. Um, (laughs) The whole green screen studio behind Squat is falling down. What? Squat is just two audios on each other's back. Like what? In a trench coat. In a trench coat the whole time. (laughs) And this is how I had my revenge. (laughs) What even? What even is this intro? (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know.